as someone who is so excited to garden this spring yet really wants top quality soil i'm really excited to introduce you to coast of maine which is an esteemed brand renowned for its organic soil offerings and if you're seeking to infuse your home environment with a nourishing essence that promotes flourishing plant life you're gonna want to listen to this because with over 28 years of expertise coast of maine has meticulously crafted soils sourced from oceanic waters and farms certified for organic organic cultivation. It's so nice to find such a sustainable, eco-friendly brand who really emphasizes the importance of natural ingredients to enrich their soil. And I mean, they have, like I said, top quality. With rigorous quality control and OMRI listed certification, their diverse range of products caters to all gardening needs. Most of our soils may lack appropriate nutrients for success for our plants and our plants need this. We want to regenerate the healthy microbes in our soils to set up for gardening success and just for our plants to thrive. So if we add Coast of Maine products, this will indeed help. Whether you're planting trees or shrubs or perennials in your yard, adding Coast of Maine soil in your planting holes leads to a long, slow feeding of your plants, making them self-sufficient and vibrant, which we love. Let's say you want a vegetable garden. Not only will you receive abundant harvest, but there will be less feeding and maintenance throughout the season. Amazing. You know that everything grown in Coast of Maine soil is organic and safe for your family and friends right out of the garden. And then you get to also feel good about their sourcing as I'm so thankful they provide natural ingredients because they will never include household waste or biosolids. And we know that nothing nurtures the world above better than the soil below cultivated from products and practices rooted in coast of Maine. And so they will continually perfect the art and science of sourcing, mixing, and composting products worthy of the people and the place that inspired their brand and the healthier world it was built to serve. Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. We love supporting local and the products are carried by local retail partners who can provide advice and insight not found in big box stores. So Coast of Maine knows from beginner to expert. Anyone who takes a hand to the land has something to offer the growing community of gardeners everywhere. And their products make organic gardening simple and approachable so we can all garden. So let's get to growing. Visit coastofmaine.com to find a local retailer near you. That's Coast of Maine, like the state with an E, coastofmaine.com. I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive, hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E, Medics. Thrive Cosmetics and Bigger Than Beauty Skincare are not just makeup brands, they're a whole vibe. They're all about empowering us to rock our confidence, and when you support them, we are helping other communities thrive. Their stuff is not only easy to use, but no nasties, zero parabens, sulfites, phthalates. They are 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Let's talk lashes. Thanks to Thrive's liquid lash extensions, I must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush. It adds lengths, there are no clumps, and also guess what? It slides right off with warm water, so no raccoon eyes here. And I appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. And it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics. C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order.
magical friends i'm ali michelle and i'm raquel mantra and welcome to your own magic podcast our intention is to connect you with the most inspiring thought leaders and visionaries and share some of our experiences and wisdom to help you unleash your own magic yes we're so grateful you're spending this present moment with us today and so depressing because anyone who lives in this world that we live in you need to have energy in order to be able to do the things that you want to do do the things that make you happy i couldn't go to yoga i couldn't really spend time outside because i couldn't have sun on my skin i couldn't really be around people because i was so uncomfortable because my skin was on fire this whole journey the saturn return journey the health journey just journey of life for me so far is about coming to learn that I am my own healer. Now let the magic begin. Hey tribe, so it's Raquel by the way, full transparency. This episode is recorded the same day it is released or was recorded the same day it was released, past tense, I guess. And I must apologize in advance if there are any distracting noises in the background because my walls aren't the thickest in my new London studio, but I think I managed to make sure that it was pretty silent so you weren't distracted and you can listen to our lovely guest's words. Anyways, Allie and I intended on recording a duet last week, but she's in Bali on a deep soulcation and yoga training. And well, one, if you've done a yoga retreat or training, then you know that your presence must be your sole focus. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> and two, Bali has the best Wi-Fi ever. Said no one ever. Yeah, not really easy to access Wi-Fi there depending on where you're staying. So... Uh, lately, I've been doing some deep meditations that last over an hour, about an hour and 14 minutes long, more like a self-hypnosis, and I've been doing them every few mornings to, you know, just to face my shadow and release those buried blocks and shiz. No big deal. Anyways, in this trance state, my soul sister and past your magic guests and fellow podcaster who actually inspired this one jordan younger of the bounce blonde she flashed in my mind a few times and i was guided to ask her to do a spontaneous interview with me i seriously asked her yesterday guys and we booked it for two day that doesn't happen but somehow this was cosmically guided i'm i'm so excited for you to hear what ended up unfolding for what has been cosmically planned for whatever reason and now i know why after you listen you'll hear and for those of you who don't know who jordan is her podcast soul on fire is not only one of my favorite podcasts but it may be the most similar to this one, You're on Magic, because I get questions all the time of podcasts, like, what podcast is like this one? And well, my answer, Jordan's Soul on Fire podcasts. Oh, and by the way, you guys also should definitely thank her for being one of the inspirations of this podcast. And so please go listen to her episode. She was one of the very first guests. Jordan is also a best-selling author of Breaking Vegan, and blogger extraordinaire of thebalanceblonde.com. She's a brilliant writer, wellness babe, and just all-around spiritual boss and spiritual goddess. And the one thing I admire most about Jordan is that she is just truly, unapologetically, always so authentically her as she shares not only the beauty in her life, but the severe struggles that she faces and she inspires hundreds of thousands and I know soon millions to set their souls on fire and follow the guidance of their own inner healer. So we talk about a range of things mostly we're both in the midst of our Saturn return going through quite a lot so we talk a lot about that plus solo travel and gaining perspective in solitude and poetry and so much more she's also i called her at the tail end of her water fast 
and it's amazing how much energy she seemed to have even though she's on she's been on a water fast so you get to hear jordan fully unapologetically her enjoy It's amazing. Oh, by the way, so just heads up, the walls, I know we don't have much time, so I'm going to try uh, to um, get so much out of you in a short time, but my walls here in my yeah. studio are not the thickest, so sometimes people walk by and you might hear their voices. I'm pretty much in a hospital. Wait, you're, oh, yeah. you're in a hospital. We, we are, we're kind of, yeah, so doctors might come in, housekeeping might come oh, in. You did I've tried hospital. to warn. Oh my gosh, why are you in the hospital? Yeah, I. Well, it's not an actual hospital. It's a water fasting center. I just kind of describe it as a hospital at times because it's much easier for probably everybody who's listening to your podcast to put two and two together because doctors come in all day, every day to take my vitals. And um, I've just been in this little room for two weeks doing a water fast, but I have been back on food for five days so that's why i have the energy to talk to you and why we could make this happen oh my gosh i'm so glad that i started recording this um it's totally not on my list of the order as far as what i was ready to talk about but since you're talking about water fast and i'm already recording we might as well continue talking about this absolutely what made you decide to go on a water fast and how long have you been on it so i first heard about water fasting because I'm I'm probably like the rest of people listening. Up until January of this year, I had never heard of a water fast. I thought it sounded crazy. I thought it sounded very extreme yeah. and like something that probably wouldn't wouldn't be a good choice for someone like me who has struggled with eating disorders in the past. Yeah. Um, but when I started sharing this eczema that I have had all over my body for the last nine months or so, um, which I'm not sure how much you know about this, Raquel, because I know that you haven't been much on Instagram lately, (laughs) which I so commend and love, but I've been sharing that journey on Instagram. Um, I've had hives and have been trying to get to the bottom of what kind of autoimmune issue that I have that could be causing all of this. So I've been tested for Lyme disease, for mold poisoning, for um, everything under the sun. Yeah, toxic mold poisoning, um, which technically could have happened when I was a child and stayed in my body for all of these years. So whatever is going on, I will soon get to the bottom of it. But long story short, my amazing tribe, the Soul on Fire Balanced Blonde tribe, started telling me you should look into water fasting because it starves out the dead cells and toxins in your body. So you physically cannot have eczema or hives or rashes when you're doing a water fast. So I started looking into it, started doing it one day a week, um, probably back in February. And then starting um, two weeks ago, I checked myself into this very well-known water fasting center in Northern California. And that's where I've been for two weeks, just sipping on water and healing from the inside out. Wow, and have you been seeing or feeling progress or have you been feeling it releasing from your body? Yeah, so the progress that I've seen is interesting because when I first came onto the fast, my rashes started to completely go away. And I have like these terrible ones on my neck that look like I've been strangled by someone. Those started to fade and everything else on my body, all the rashes, all the inflammation started to go away. So I was very, very happy, very hopeful. And then interestingly enough, 
when I started to eat again, the rashes came back, even though I'm eating a completely vegan salt, oil and sugar free diet, because that is that's the philosophy here north the fasting center where where i currently am um it's an anti-inflammatory diet it's of course healthy for so many different reasons so even with a salt oil sugar-free vegan diet i have these rashes so ultimately i think this whole experience just takes me one step closer to figuring out what the cause of which is Saturn return because yeah. I definitely correlate all health issues back to my Saturn return. Um, I'm 27, going to be 28 in October. And the moment that I turned 27 and worked my way into my Saturn return, that's when these rashes developed. That's when I kind of opened spiritually in a whole new way, yes. in a very psychic kind of way. Uh, yes. As you know, yes. the mediumship, that kind of stuff. So I think my body is just struggling to catch up to what's happening spiritually. Oh, there's so much in everything you just said that I just want to take note on. One, yes, I'm am on an Instagram hiatus, but you've been posting this eczema journey for a long time, even when I was back, when I was on Instagram, and also you've been sharing this and your journey on your podcast, and you're not hiding anything. You're one of my favorite influencers and Instagrammers that are out there because you're not fabricating this beautiful, perfect life. You are shedding light on the darkness of the rough times that you are experiencing. And so you are showing, you're visually showing your eczema and sharing this journey with people. And that is why I know you are going to soon pull through this. You are a very powerful inner healer yourself. And I think I told you this, like, even more than I believe you even give yourself credit for now, which I know you have, I know that you know you have this power, but it is so, so strong. You are just a force in this world, a force of nature. So I know you're pulling through and I can't wait. Aww. And I can't wait to talk about Saturn return. Um, for those who I are know. not, uh, yes, we, that was one thing I just know that we have to talk about because you and I are both in the midst of it, 27 yes. years old. So it was so funny when I was listening to your episode with Deborah Silverman and quite instantly she said to you, oh, you're in the middle of your Saturn return, I was thinking, of course, of course, Raquel and I are at the same point in our journey and with the same astrologer telling us kind of the rough, rough patch that we're about to go through oh slash gosh. already in. Um, I just related so much to everything she was saying to you. So if I am completely correct about I don't know if I'm going to say this in the right astrology terms, but Saturn return is when all of the planets are in the same place as they were when you were born. So Saturn compared to where exactly where it was when you came into this earth, that's where it is when you're in your Saturn return. And you don't have just one Saturn return, um, but the first one is like between 27 and 30 yep. and can cause all sorts of changes in your life for some people it can be extremely positive for some people it's their biggest challenge and depending on where your Saturn sits um, mine happens to be in Sagittarius which I think does that mean that yours is also uh, mine's in Leo or no I guess it's in Sagittarius okay yes, so yes, my yes. no 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 it's Sag it's whatever yours is too so yeah Sagittarius so I exactly. Don't know. So I think we should probably refer people back to your episode oh, with Deborah. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, it's Capricorn. Capricorn. Oh yeah. my gosh, I just had an identity crisis and <laughs> thought that my Saturn was in Sagittarius because of Trevor Hall. That <laughs> That's is right. So it was Trevor. I listened funny. to yours too, oh and I gosh. had those same thoughts. Yeah. Oh. That's so funny. So Trevor Hall, obviously our favorite musician, yep. who we've both had on our podcast, yes. he and Deborah have their Saturn in Sagittarius, which means that, well, that's the house of health and also the house of play. And so 
their life is meant for play and fun and kind of just like having this light, non-serious kind of life in many ways. And ours is in Capricorn. You're very, very right. And that means our Saturn return is all about work and career and buckling down and responsibility. And I found it so interesting to listen to your experience because you are... You're a very organized person. You thrive off of structure. You're a Leo. I'm a Libra. I have all air signs. I have no earth signs, basically no fire signs. So I'm all air, a little bit of water. And this whole Saturn being in Capricorn is difficult for me because I don't have structure. I don't have a routine. I don't thrive off of structure, or at least... I haven't thought that I have, but I'm in this season of life where I'm trying to detach from statements like that, like I don't thrive off of structure, because the truth is I'm very open to thriving off of structure, and I have been told by spiritual beings and pragmatic beings all alike that I would thrive off of having a little bit more of a routine because in a way, it could complement my creativity and my airiness, my beautiful fairy-like airiness, by giving me just the routine that I need in order to to bring my ideas to life and to do things like write poetry and grow the podcast and create these really exciting new projects that have just dropped themselves into my head as manifestations when I was in Bali and without any sort of structure or team in place, it would be pretty impossible for me to to keep on being creative and bring those ideas to life. So I am embracing my Saturn return for everything that it's bringing into my life. A little bit of Capricorn energy is welcome over here in in my corner of of the world and I'm excited to see what it does for me but it has been so hard it's been so emotional and I've been so sick so my body is just like physically what I believe shedding these layers of what is no longer here to serve me and who I was kind of for the first 26 years of my life. And I love that person and she's always going to live inside of me. But so many things, so many things happened during that time that that no longer serve me that I don't want to carry with me into this new season of my life. So shedding those layers has been complicated and emotional and just a huge roller coaster where everything has been flipped upside down and if I didn't have the stability of Jonathan who I love um, my my family and Hudson obviously my (laughs) spirit animal I have no idea what I would be doing I would probably be living in the jungle in Peru (laughs) having a great time but even more lost than I than I feel so I'm happy for the stability of the other people in my life because I feel like I'm just I'm like one of those spinning tops (laughs) that is just like spinning out of control um amen to that and I you have such a strong support system so I hope that you express your gratitude your strong appreciation for that every single day because you have so many friends and so many people that love you and surround you so that is such a blessing I can't emphasize that enough but right now it's your cosmic rite of passage to go through this storm actually no it's a tornado right to me Saturn Mm -hmm. return right now it's like it's like a tornado that is. is like swirling you advancing you to this new stage of adulthood and we are coming face to face with so many of the shadows and blocks that had been holding us back from our previous years but now that's forcing us to persevere it's forcing you I see it every single time I or I hear it when I listen to your podcast how much you drastically transform and persevere through all your hardships 
and it's so beautiful it no longer all of these are coming up so you don't suppress them and you don't have to live the rest of that issue on autopilot like you are going to persevere through this and then share it with the hundreds of thousands i have a great feeling soon millions like of people <laughs> because you are somebody that people really relate to and so Thank you. with great intensity yeah and i know that you're an open book so um there of course your eczema you've been going through but are there other things that you've been facing during the Saturn return or facing a certain shadow uh that you feel comfortable sharing but if you don't please don't oh you know I will say anything (laughs) um I mean what shadow have I not been facing would be the real question I think I mean when I woke up on January 1st of this year and was covered in head to toe hives and my body was so uncomfortable, I couldn't even like, couldn't even be embraced by Jonathan and I couldn't sleep. I didn't sleep for months. I mean, I would sleep for a couple hours a night, but this insomnia started giving me this type of severe chronic fatigue that was becoming so debilitating and so depressing because I, I mean, anyone who lives in this world that we live in, you need to have energy in order to be able to do the things that you want to do, do the things that make you happy. I couldn't go to yoga. I couldn't really spend time outside because I couldn't have sun on my skin. I couldn't really be around people because I was so uncomfortable because my skin was on fire. So I started just kind of yearning for complete, complete, complete solitude, which is why I booked my trip to Bali and ultimately to this water fasting center. So between Bali and this this water fasting center I've been gone for two months I did go home for a couple days to LA in between and I had all these grand plans for all the things I would do and all the people I would see and all the friends that I would celebrate because I missed them so much when I was in Bali and I got back to LA and I think that was kind of like rock bottom for me because I had spent all this time getting clear in Bali And it wasn't like a glamorous trip in many ways. Um, I wanted to go all over Bali. I wanted to spend time at the beach in the jungle. I wanted to do breathwork trainings and meet with kundalini masters and just have this like deeply transformative spiritual track. And because of the state of health that I was in when I got there. I couldn't do any of that. I stayed in Ubud the whole time. I was able to do a few yoga classes, um, but mostly I was just writing poetry, just spending a lot of time on the rooftop of my hotel and, you know, missing, missing people back home and just really digging deep as to what was I doing there and why why did I even go there for three weeks by myself so I faced a lot of demons and a lot of a lot of my shadow side while I was there and it also it it just hit me really hard that um changes have to be made in my life but then I wasn't even sure what they are so that was freaking me out and I was just kind of in this huge back and forth of like, okay, I know I'm opening psychically. I'm speaking to my teacher who has passed away. I'm speaking to my friend Bryce who passed away last summer. I'm like channeling so much information through them, but why can't I access this when I'm not in complete solitude? Like, do I have to make myself isolated from the world in order to tap into this spiritual like third eye opening amazing what feels like such a beautiful gift I don't want to have to isolate myself for that because that doesn't make me happy either so I was having just like this horrible back and forth of like oh my god I'm gonna get back to LA my skin hasn't healed at all I still have insomnia I'm still fatigued I still think I have an autoimmune disease and I'm gonna get back and my family and 
everyone who loves me is going to be like, why did you go if you're if you're not getting better? So I don't I mean, this is all like stream of consciousness coming out of me, what I'm saying to you right now. But like that. Yeah. In a nutshell, that would be a lot of the dark stuff that I've been facing. And then here at the water fasting center, it's only been amplified because I haven't been eating. I mean, of course, only water. And that's a spiritual experiment and quest in itself. And that has been beautiful and has brought me closer to the earth and closer to myself. But it's also been a huge physical struggle. I didn't even have the energy to move from my bed to my yoga mat, which is on the floor right next to my bed, which gave me, of course, this whole new appreciation for the energy that I did have that I wasn't giving myself credit for because I've been so fatigued. Um, but I certainly have enough energy to move myself through life and, and be, you know, a human who's very lucky to have very good health compared to most people in this world or compared to many sick people in this world. Um, so my eyes were very opened. When I was here at the Water Fasting Center, I had a huge, huge, huge burst of awakening of like, I don't care how sick I feel when, when I leave here and when I go back to my life because I know what I want out of life and I want I want to be happy and I don't want to let being so sick like this hold me back from everything that it has held me back from all year. I haven't been able to work. I haven't been able to work with brands, host events, really spend time with friends. I have cried almost every single time I've been around Jonathan, I mean, which is, you know, daily. Um, and I just haven't been myself. And I just want to get back to myself. So I think the huge realization I've had here is it, it almost doesn't matter to me how much pain I'm in or how uncomfortable I am. I'm just going to push past it because I'm so much stronger than I thought I was. Oh, hell yeah, you are. And she's there. She might be changing, but she is so prominent and so there. And that desire that pushed you for that solo getaway and that isolation, I could be wrong, but it feels like it seems like the universe drained you of that energy. So you didn't seek anything external for your healing such as going to the breathwork classes and seeing a waterfall but two you were able to find it on your own and connect with your teacher and Bryce when you were on your own and you were able to deeply connect with yourself and now heal through the words of your poetry on your own and of course you if isolation is not what you feel called to do don't like there's no right being isolated does not make you a more spiritual person you know like that totally we're all spiritual beings you just have this soul-seeking energy about you because you really want to be like you said happy that's all that we're all seeking you're at this water fast to heal and just to be happy everything that you just said I hope so many people take in the fact that you are truly so intuitive and listening and listening to yourself listening to the universe to guide you for whatever is going on internally and externally so I just applaud you for that so much Thank you so much. And that really resonates what you say about the universe put me in this position of being so exhausted and fatigued so that I wouldn't seek outer means to heal. And I mean, you saying that just makes me think you are definitely so tuned in to to me um, and to everything, to the whole universe, because that's also what I came to, which is that this whole journey, the Saturn return journey, the health journey, just journey of life for me so far is about coming to learn that I am my own healer. And I've been obsessed with seeking out healers for many years now, um, probably back to being a child and going to therapy and then being obsessed with every single medium and shaman and psychic and 
every single thing, as you know, because you listen to my podcast. I mean, I, I absorb this information. I'm like, okay, now I have to be a human design reader or now I have to be an astrologer because I get so into all these beautiful healing modalities. But what I've ultimately come to learn is that I'm here to be my own healer. I don't have to constantly seek these outside ways to be better because those ways have never actually worked for me in the long run anyway. (laughs) Right. And then that, that reminds me of one other thing that happened in Bali where I did see a healer. Um, she was like an intuitive Reiki master, all these things. And I went to see her and she couldn't have been more of a disappointment. Um, I just felt immediately felt her energy did not mesh with mine. The vibe was very negative. Um, right away she was asking me to feature her on my blog but she hadn't given me like any information about me or you know she hadn't channeled anything at all and um kind of tried to sway me in in different directions for career paths which is not why I was coming to her and everything about it felt so icky and felt so 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 just very 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 black energy that took me weeks to to release um but I know that that happened for a reason because I I left my session with her so disappointed but I started writing about it immediately in the notes section on my phone which is where I do a lot of my writing um because it just flows into my head with wild abandon yes um you're you totally get it. And so I'm writing furiously as I'm walking away from her little cabin. And instantly I realized she was put in my path to show me that I am my own healer and I don't need to see any other healers Why I'm here in Bali. That's not why I came. She doesn't know me. She didn't take the time to read my energy. She has a lot of her own <laughs> issues. Um, <laughs> which I, yeah, that would be a whole podcast (laughs) episode in itself. But um, it was so clear to me, okay, I saw her for a reason. Now I can thank her virtually and and send love to her for giving me this actually beautiful gift, maybe the biggest gift any healer has ever given me. Wow. She doesn't know me. (laughs) I love that. But (laughs) but your exposure, I realize though, your exposure to these, I'm actually the opposite where I'm actually not interested in seeing a lot of healers because I think it's because so many of them misdiagnose me right away Mm -hmm. that I've been resistant. So, but I think that the reason why you saw all those healers and it's so beautiful is that it you you might have received some of their energy and that opened you up to this mediumship and this form of psychic that that exchange of energy may have possibly opened that portal for you could be wrong but that is something that just came to mind but you're right about your experience with her that is so beautiful and that's confirmation for you that that's not where your mind is at these days you're not in this game you're in this life you're in this soul you know not in this chasing career game and that is so beautiful that she also gave that it seems like to you too too that's something i heard from this you're right tribe just a brief interruption for ali and i to share our love for one of our sponsors who if you have not tried out yet i don't know why you wouldn't accept this 60 dollars free grocery deal but please listen to our love for thrive You'll be so proud of Raquel. I wake up at 6.30 a.m. every day and I write for a full blown hour. A full hour, whether I have the words or not, whether it's nonsense or genius, um, most of the time it's nonsense, but sometimes you get a good nugget in there. But anyways, to wake up in the morning instead of kind of overloading myself with four cups of coffee like I used to, um, I've been doing the essential oils that I brought up last week, actually, because you can use them for anxiety. Um, And for anxiety, I would do kind of a more calm one, like lavender, frankincense, any of the really pure oils. And you could actually find them on Thrive Market. They are amazing. It's like the cheapest, highest quality 
way. And it comes right to your doorstep because personally, like walking into a store when there's a million different options, that actually causes me anxiety and you don't want to go buy something for your anxiety and then <laughs> be caused more anxiety by it. That is brilliant. Wow. That was for the anxiety, but for writing to wake me up, um, I'll use peppermint, um, anything any of the more awakening ones, peppermint's amazing, but you can dilute it with coconut oil and put it on your ears. I've said this before because the ears have so many nerve endings in them. They're super sensitive and that'll wake you right up. Um, if you smell them, I mean, the power of smell is such a direct effect on your nervous system. It's incredible. So yeah, I would just recommend Thrive Market. That's where I get all my good stuff. Oh, they're so good because they have their own brand as well of high quality goods that really are less than market prices. You can actually order uh, not only oils, but groceries. That's what they're really known for that are up to 50% less than what you can get at any matrix store that is near you. And they deliver it straight to your door, which is so amazing. If you haven't taken advantage of this offer, I don't know what you're doing because you seriously get $60 worth of free groceries. There is no catch plus free shipping and a free 30-day trial. If you sign up at thrivemarket.com forward slash your own magic, that's where you will get that free groceries for you and your family. Send it to your friends, thrivemarket.com forward slash your own magic. Well, speaking of you writing and taking notes, I just have to say, and like I said earlier, our experiences in this life are just so paralleled it's uncanny like we are we it is it's so uncanny like we both suffered from severe orthorexia around the same time and you're actually the person that brought it to my awareness before I even knew you but now yeah so thank you for healing my orthorexia it was very severe for the people that do me then but also well we're both going through our Saturn return and it's pretty intense and we're using poetry as our healer. And so you with poetry and possibly your next book, right? Ah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so what sparked this and who, cause I already know <laughs> I listened to that podcast <laughs> who sparked this because trust me, this is a story our audience will love to hear. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, I'm so excited to be talking to you about this because I, well, I don't even know where to begin. I have been writing, you know, all my life and that's always been my preferred mode of expressing myself, which is why it's hilarious that I have a podcast because many, many days I don't feel like talking at all. Um, I would much rather write a blog post to express myself, but that's why podcasting has been such a cool out of the box thing for me to grow as a person. But writing has always been definitely my comfortable place. And if I've ever had anything to express to people, um, I would write them a letter, you know, always, um, still do constantly. So before I had a blog, I was a fiction writer and I was in grad school for writing fiction, but then I left to blog, of course, because I loved my audience and I loved the immediacy of getting to publish a blog post every day and then get feedback and just kind of write about health and this real world stuff that I was so interested in, but I never lost that zest for um, for fiction, but poetry wasn't really on the top of my mind even though in grad school even though I was there for fiction I was funny enough and looking back of course this is all so divinely guided signed up for only poetry classes when I was in grad school they were kind of like electives but I didn't even want to be in them it was so weird I I didn't mean to sign up for them (laughs) but that's what I was in and talk about having lots of teachers who were so unsupportive of modern poetry and um, poetry on social media. And those are, I mean, if you know, like Tyler Knott Gregson, who I love that poet, um, I did a presentation about him. And in my grad school, they told me he's not a poet because he is a social media star. He's not an actual poet. He doesn't edit his poetry that that makes it not poetry so I had just this really bad 
view of poetry from these very stuck up literature snobs in New York. <laughs> and um, but exists. I loved it. Yeah. yeah, I loved reading it. I loved my my version, as I call it, of poetry, which was like the poets that I was into. Um, and then I was so inspired by um, you and Allie writing poetry mm-hmm. that I think it just sparked something even in my subconscious that I, I think I would like to do that too. So I just like started writing poems mainly to Jonathan, like love poems um, at first. And I felt like, okay, this is fun. This is a fun way to express myself. And then when I went to Bali, I wanted to write a book. I mean, that was like why I was going either to heal my body and or to write a book. I, that was just the goal that I had in mind. That was the intention that I had set. And I thought that it would be a memoir because I've had this idea for a memoir for a long time. That's like the healing journey memoir, becoming psychic, blah, blah, all that kind of stuff. Um, or fiction, because I was really, really open to writing fiction because I knew that would just, that that would heal me mentally, if that makes sense, yes. because it's always oh, been such a mental Allie's the same release. Way. So yes. I was super open to writing, yeah, super open to writing fiction or the memoir. Um, and I had told my literary agent, like, I'm going to Bali to write this book. You might as well, like, try to sell it to a publisher already because it's happening. I'm finishing <laughs> it. Like, that's that's definitely the way that I work. I'm like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Um, it's done. Like, consider it done. So I get to Bali and literally the only thing that I could write was poetry. Wow. And it was not a choice. It was flowing out of me. Like like I said, on my phone, I'd be walking through the streets of Ubud, furiously typing into the notes of my phone until my phone would die. And there were days where I wrote 100 to 200 poems. Um, but I wasn't in control. <laughs> I wasn't in control what? of like... Stopping them. They were 200 poems. Ah. No, I'm telling you, like, something took me over, and (laughs) I know it sounds crazy. No, it doesn't. Um, No, that's the only logical explanation for this. Well, so, yeah, something <laughs> took me over. And then I would have days where I, where I couldn't write any at all. Of course, total writer's block, very frustrated. Mm-hmm. Um, but after, after a couple weeks of being in Bali, it was so clear to me that the book that I had intended to write was a poetry book. And the poetry book is the memoir um, yes. because it is the healing journey. It is the healing story. And that's how I know it's so right and it's so meant oh. to be because it wasn't it wasn't a choice. It was it was all from a higher place. And so I've I've struggled a lot because I had this view of what I wanted my book to be, my next book and like all the attachment around that was very strong. So letting go of that attachment, like I don't really know the poetry world and um I mean I haven't even told my agent Sarah who if she happens to be listening to this will (laughs) learn that I wrote I'm still writing this poetry book and I've tried to take all of the pressures off of it um because originally of course I thought I would finish it by the time I left Bali and then I realized that would be doing a huge disservice to the story because this journey has only just begun this healing journey. Um, so of course the book cannot be written in three weeks um, as much as I wanted it to. So I've been working on it here and it's very hard to write poetry when you haven't eaten anything in 10 days, but it's also a really interesting way to write because you're connected to a whole different part of yourself and tapped into a whole different type of energy so I can't even yeah but I'm sure yeah so I've just tried to release all attachments of when will this book be done what's it gonna look like is it a memoir like 
all those questions. Um, but I, I do see it very clearly and I have just such a good feeling about it. And Oh, I um, do too. I have, oh my gosh, this is going to be huge. Oh. oh my goddess. Tribe, I am sipping the most delicious golden turmeric latte right now from <clears throat> one of our favorite sponsors. For Sigmatic, and if you've been keeping up with the podcast, you know how in love Allie and I are with Four Sigmatic's Mushroom Elixirs. Like I said, right now I'm sipping one of their newest additions to the Shroom Tribe, their Golden Latte Mushroom Mix. Oh, it is heavenly, and I've mixed it with oat milk. I've just got to tip my hat off to them because my favorite kind of latte to order at the coffee cafes here are either turmeric lattes or chai lattes. I have yet to try rose lattes. But anyways, so I tried to replicate the turmeric one at home. I even bought my own milk steamer because I am obsessed. And it just didn't taste quite the same till Four Sigmatic was just delivered to me today and oh yes finally this new golden latte mushroom mix is heavenly so I just had to share you need to try it. You might know Allie and I were instantly hooked on this safe instant coffee and mushroom elixir. Picture coffee mixed with the magic of mushrooms minus the taste of mushrooms and a more potent taste of coffee and again minus the jitters. Four Sigmatic adds lion's mane, reishi, cordyceps, chaga, and now I see turkey tail actually to these elixirs. My favorite for energy is uh, cordyceps because they just they boost my energy for a nice long run or a good vinyasa or even reishi which is known as liquid yoga because it calms and eases the mind and body and it's like a safe tranquilizer for the brain and it just alleviates stress and activates sleep cycles and my favorite is Allie's mane no it's <laughs> I call Allie lion's mane because she does happen to have a lion's mane this one is used by Buddhist monks to enhance focus during meditation and I just I've honestly tried so many different elixirs and mushroom brands for my coffee, but Four Sigmatic, hands down, is not only the best quality and the most effective, but just the best tasting. So if you're interested in learning more about this, I listed the benefits of each mushroom on yourownmagic.life, our blog. And if you are interested in the shrooms, well, Four Sigmatic is gifting the Soul Tribe 15% off. So just click on the link in the show notes or go to foursigmatic.com forward slash Soul Tribe. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com forward slash Soul Tribe and enter the discount code SOULTRIBE, S-O-U-L-T-R-I-B-E, one word, no spaces, SOULTRIBE, for 15% off of your magical coffee and mushroom elixir order. Soul freaking delicious. Oh my goddess, enjoy your lattes. Do you have one of your poems on you? I do actually. Ah, I have. Yes. I have my journal next to me. Um, let me flip to one that oh I've my gosh. written since I've been here. I feel so honored here. to be one of the first people hearing Jordan's besides the one that you shared on your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, you'll be the first one to hear this once ah, I find it. Okay. I have to say, some people have like these beautiful poetry voices. I'm sure you do. Allie so does. Like when I hear Allie reading her poetry, that is like artwork in itself oh yeah and Allie is I'm just still, a walking art <laughs> she is but I'm still nervous to like you know to read it so it's it's not gonna sound it's quite as beautiful like as when uh-uh, uh-uh. she does her it's gonna sound oh you're right it's gonna sound like me yeah <laughs> okay so this one is called golden intuition intuition is golden a gleaming light beam pulsating from your heart, existing timelessly in your soul, in which this lifetime can perhaps feel one in the same, that golden radiance knows you, knows you beyond measure. 
Trust her. Her wisdoms far exceed these earthly desires and fears. Trust her. Give yourself over to her warm and guiding light. And she won't let you feel the pain and disappointment of not enoughness because you are enough. You are extremely and abundantly beyond enough. She knows and you know for she is you. Peek into the window of your soul and dance the elegant magic tune of pure enoughness, pure oneness. So that one, that one I literally wrote with my eyes still closed this morning. So that that was my first time hearing it. Also, trust um, her. Oh, I yeah. love it so much. Will you please you. send me that via email since I'm not doing the DMs yeah. right now or text yes, me? I, just text me. I keep forgetting. I'll about text that. it to you. Oh. And I think reading it will be well. I don't know maybe more powerful because I'm not used to like the line breaks yet or anything. I, I just said it out loud and it feels good. Although, yeah, it's scary. It's like nothing makes me quite as nervous and that's how I know it's yes. powerful. That's how I know it's special to me. Don't you feel naked when you're reading your poems? That's how I feel. And Literally, that's how you I'm know. like, oh my God, I can't even breathe. <laughs> so exposed. Oh, we're 44 minutes in, by the way. That's just a number. I had to, you know how I feel about 44. But anyways. Oh, yes. You know how I feel about numbers. Oh, exactly. can I also tell you, yes. because you know my number. 201. Um, in this fasting center, I'm in room 201. Stop. Okay. But well, why are we surprised? Why? Uh, wait, uh, you shouldn't even be surprised. Like you shouldn't expect any other number. I'd be surprised if it I wasn't know. 201. To be Same. Honest. And I, I knew it would be. On the car ride here, I told my parents, I'm going to be in room 201. And they're like, ha ha. And then we get here, I'm getting checked in. And I had to, of course, ask the person because I'm crazy. Um, can you please let me know what room I'm in? I'm, I'm just really into numbers. And he looked and he said 201. Oh, that and is so of hilarious. Of course. I would not expect I anything know. else. Do you, what is the angel number or just the significance of the number 201? Do you know? Oh, I had so many things over the years. Mm. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Everybody has a different I mean, a message. Of, a what does it people... mean to you? Because I feel like you would be the best person to, to find me? it. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it means like just guidance from my angels that I'm on the right path and like extreme guidance because they're like, okay, if you see this number, you know, you're in the right place. You don't have to guess. It's, it's not like, oh my gosh, what a funny coincidence. It's like every single day for eight and a half years, this number has been a huge part of your life. Wow. So just yes. that guidance makes your tombstone's gonna say crazy. <laughs> that is, it better. It, it, it has to. It will. Let's let's tell my future children that's a must. <laughs> just give them this podcast and they'll hear it. Um, Perfect. <laughs> so we only have a few minutes left. Want to do a, just a very quick rapid fire and then wrap up with the last two questions? Yes. I love rapid fires. So me too book you're currently reading oh i'm reading the surrender experiment by michael a singer it's already changing my life one of my podcast listeners nicole sent it to me here at the fasting center and at first i thought it was a gift from the universe because i didn't see her um (laughs) gift note in there from amazon but then i did and yeah i'm so grateful because it's it's so good. That's amazing. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. going to put that on my list. Um, piece yes. you're currently writing. Um, I mean, the poetry is unplanned. Yeah. It just flows. So hopefully something more later today, maybe I'll even add on to that poem that I just that I just read. I love it. What do you love most about writing? It's just my medicine. It's the way... It's the way that I heal myself. Yes. Name three of your expanders. Oh, my goodness. Um, oh, so uh, many. Just the first three that come to mind. I know you have like a hundred, but. 
I know. Well, you and Allie, um, oh. I know you're not one person, but I'm just going <laughs> to say both of you. So many people you're merge both. us. It's okay. We get it. I know. Um, I'm only doing it so I can add more expanders <laughs> to the list. Um, Lacey Phillips, the yes. amazing manifesting advisor, she's good be friend. She's just, oh, good. Yeah. She's just next level. I know. Knows who she is. Very, very good with boundaries, as are you. That's something I'm learning. Um, and, well, I'm good with other people's boundaries, just not my own. Um, and Ashley Neese, breathwork, yeah. breathwork therapist, good friend, just someone else who is so unapologetically herself moved to the Redwoods, Redwoods in Northern California. And just, she, she's amazing. That's amazing. I discovered both of them through you, actually. They're, they are wonderful. Mm-hmm. Where do you see the Balanced Blonde in a year from now? Oh, my gosh. Hopefully, I have a poetry book coming out, and I'll be going on a world tour. Oh, hell yeah. It will already be out. read those poems, and I'll be much more comfortable reading the poems out loud, and it'll just feed, it'll feed my soul. And I have something I'm working on. Um, that'll be coming out probably later in the summer. That's like a course type of thing. So I hope in a year slash not hope, but I know that will be a big part of my business and I'm excited about it. That is amazing. Um, And I know you don't see Hudson right now, but what do you think Hudson's doing right now? (laughs) Hudson is definitely, well, I could just ask him. Hudson's basking in the window in our apartment he's laying on his back with his tummy up facing the sun and he's so happy he's taking a nap because him and jonathan played really hard this morning wow by the way guys hudson is her cat i didn't know that you communicated with him now that's amazing yeah i kind of just like learned um he communicates also with a few people like my photographer, Ashley, um, like Hudson. It, it's more Hudson is a very, very, very special creature oh, yeah. and he chooses who he wants to communicate with. And he fully communicates with Ashley and myself <laughs> and a couple other people. He is. He's not a cat. He's a super being in some way. Just you're right. Some sort of mystical, magical creature. That's amazing. He is. He is. He's, um, he's, oh, he's so cute too. And I have to also ask you the question that you ask all your guests. If you were a color, well, what color would you be? Well, I guess right now because it changes day to day. But after this water fast, ooh, post oh my God, water I'm fast so, color. So glad you asked me this because I haven't even thought about it. Like in this stage, post water fast, I would be white. I feel like there's white kind of like dancing off of my in all directions and not only because I haven't seen the sun in two weeks but also because it's it's just like when I meditate in the morning when I do my kundalini practice that's what I see kind of shining off of me I had a feeling you were gonna say white I knew oh my god I should have yeah well are you white right now (laughs) you should have I that was hard for me because I'm very attached to the color yellow being my color but I'm just releasing attachments right and left. Good for you. Yes. I love it. Um, And that was one thing I wanted to talk about too, but we won't so much, but just a little quick little note for everybody listening. Because I know a lot of people are plant-based, which is awesome. I eat plant-based too, but I love that you don't label yourself and I don't label myself either, even though I eat plant-based. I just don't want the label. So I love it. For sure. So I let go of that attachment and that identity. So that was just one little note for everybody. And I think that's great that you are starting to promote that. Um, so thank you. this last one, it does not need to be rapid at all by any means. We ask all our guests, as you know, which I guess none of the other answers were really rapid either. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> how would you advise our listeners to create their own magic? Well, I think this answer will change a lot from the last time I was yes, on your podcast. Yes, I was about to say. I know it's I, probably going to be different, but I, I mean, don't remember what I beings. said. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. I oh, my God. I was going to say the same type of thing. Um, no, I'll think of something else. I think <laughs> to – did you say to create your own magic? Or? Yeah, create your own magic. Okay. 
um, oh God, just be unapologetically yourself. And that does come along with releasing attachments. And that is what I'm working on right now. It's my greatest, deepest work. And I think if we can all release those attachments and live in this state of surrender, just trusting, trusting the universe, trusting yourself that you're on the right path, then you are destined for magic and you're destined for whatever this universe has in store for you, which is innately good for all of us. Oh, yes. Amen to that. I love that. You are such a goddess. And also, that's one thing I always think about you. Like, Jordan's unapologetically herself. I do. In fact, that was in the intro that I wrote for you, which I never got to share because you and I just jumped into the conversation. (laughs) Yeah, we did. (laughs) Anyways, where can everyone find you on the webs? Well, you can find me, you can find my podcast, The Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire. You can find me on Instagram at The Balanced Blonde. Twitter, I've recently been back on Twitter at Balanced Blondie. (laughs) Yeah, Balanced Blondie because the Balanced Blonde is too long for Twitter. And then my Facebook group, the Soul on Fire podcast chat, which you're in, right? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I should be. I think so. <laughs> Who knows? Well, <laughs> you I'm should like, be. You know how bad I am with social media. Seriously, the only thing I do is go on Facebook here and there to like scroll and see what people are saying on the, the little discussion page. But other than that. It's good that you're not spending a lot now. of time on social media. Actually, one one final thing I'll say is that um, writing poetry now, I find myself wanting to be on social media less and less and less because it really takes away from my ability to tune into yes. writing. Yes. Yeah. Do you That's feel that exactly way? That's exactly why. <laughs> yeah. It's I hard. Just, it's, I had it's to. It's killing me. It. Yes. It was tuning me out because I was so, I'm very impressionable and I was soaking in other people's feeds and it wasn't, it was tapping me out from listening to my own voice. Soon I'll find a balance. But right now, yeah. I, just, I know in my gut that Instagram is just not for me at this phase in my life. Just for now. I know I want to get back on eventually, but for now. That's good. Yeah. Oh, the oh, phone's ringing. The phone ringing. All right. I'm making my doctor wait. Okay. Oh, I right. love you. Thank you for I having me on. I love you. Thank you for spontaneously Mwah. being on this. Mwah. Thank you for having me. Go eat. Go eat. Bye. <laughs> love you. Bye. We are so grateful you tuned into this podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and rate us on iTunes. Yes, and those of you who leave a rating and review, we want to share our gratitude by sending you a special gift. Just email info at yourownmagic.life and we will send you an exclusive meditation guided by the both of us. And make sure to say hi to us on Instagram. I'm at Ali Michelle L. Don't forget the random L at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Raquel Mon- Mantra. Thank you. And have a magical day.